Hello and welcome to another episode of the Two Bros Podcast. We are Two Bros. This is the Two Bros Podcast. Welcome, welcome. Coming at you a bit early today because there's uh, lots to talk about this week. This is, of course, episode number 81 and week number 13 of Life at Sea Part 2. Uh, two more weeks and then I will be back home. Uh, it's been a long time coming. I've already crossed 90 days. I've already crossed three months. Uh, time to head back. Uh, this week started off. It's a bit. It was a bit uh, light and breezy. Not much to do. But towards the end, Friday afternoon, we had a weird issue with uh, well, the fuel oil circulation pump. The one that was running number one pump uh, suddenly uh, dropped pressure, and uh, the standby pump started. This pump stopped. It's all safety features. This is all included. This is just how it works. You have a pressure switch, senses a drop in pressure, starts the standby pump, stops this one, and bobs your uncle so as to save the pump in case something has in fact gone wrong. So uh, I went down. There was there were no leaks. Nothing was obviously broken or damaged or anything. We ran the pump again. There were some amperes on it. It wasn't like it was completely running free, uh, but. Uh, there was no pressure even when you stop the other pump the pressure just comes right down to came right down to three and a half bar which is way less uh, and triggered all kinds of alarms so we stopped it we replaced we opened it up and that's where things get interesting now this has a very different kind of a coupling it's not your standard jaw coupling with a spider in the middle it's this is a magnetic coupling uh, the two halves of the motor coupling and uh, the one on the pump are magnetically coupled with each other and that's how the whole thing turns some say it's more reliable than your standard coupling. Obviously, you don't have parts rubbing against each other, so the chances of failure are pretty less. But these pumps have failed in the past, and uh, it's resulted in uh, the shafts breaking or even couplings coming off or something. Uh, so it's, it is prone to error. But that's not the part that failed. So when we opened up the pump, we saw that uh, one of the the circlips keeping the shaft in place and she keeping it from uh, traveling down further down into the pump basically keeping it in place had slipped off and uh, so we got hold of uh, we disassembled the pump and then we installed a new circlip assuming that the old circlip probably lost its uh, elasticity its tension or whatever and we installed it we ran it it's the, the same thing happened again and uh, this time we took it off and then we we're already losing our minds at this point and mind you when we opened up the pump the uh, coupling of the motor had already slipped off and it was resting on the pump coupling which is a bit strange because but either way e even then it was still in line with the with the pump uh, shaft and the key so it was turning but it had just slipped off and then we tried to put it back it was just completely free so that was odd and uh, so at this point, it was this happened during lunch. I remember it was, I was already in the dining room and uh, I had my plate in my hand and the alarm went off and three, four alarms came to it and I was like, oh shit, got a, got a bail. So finished my lunch, went straight back down again and then uh, uh, got hold of this. So then by the time we fixed the pump for the second time, and it's not, it's not pretty straightforward. These pumps have weird nuts and bolts and weird nooks and crannies where you have to... Uh, I don't know, shrink in size and then reach them and it's a pain in the ass basically, pardon my French, but uh, finally 
assembled and disassembled this pump twice and then the same thing happened and this time I was having none of it I said we have a spare pump sitting right there we're just gonna because it's gonna be faster if you just take out the rotor from the old from the spare pump and install it on this pump and that's it Bob's your uncle because at this point the pump in place was totally dismantled and uh, the other option would have been to dismantle the flanges and then take out the whole pump and then assemble a new pump and then I didn't want to do that because these flanges once you take off the pump they kind of squeeze in together and then there's less clearance so then you can't uh, squeeze and then you have to use chain blocks and you have to use the whole thing and it's a it's another big trouble so I didn't want to do that we said it's all open we just need the rotor so we took out the rotor from the old from the spare pump, installed it on the new pump, checked this time that the circlip was in place and it was. We took some pictures, installed it, put everything back, ran the pump, same story. And now we're thinking, what the bloody hell is going on here? Running out of ideas. And then uh, at this point it was already 5.30. So I had to take a call, like do we risk running the ship on one pump for the night? Because if the, if the standby pump had failed, we would have had no fuel pumps left. And this is the circulation pump, not the supply pump. And that would have been, that would have meant a blackout, changing over a generator to diesel, running it till we fix one of these pumps, and then starting again. So it was a, it was a catastrophic risk. So I spoke to the chief. Obviously, this is a decision I can't make on my own. I had to consult with him, and I spoke to the chief, and he said, well, it's it's up to you. If I know it's a risk, but if it fails, it fails, then we have to wake up and fix it. So for me, it's no problem. He left it to me, basically. I figured it was a hot engine room. Everybody was tired. And uh, I figured we're not going to get much done. So I figured we need to cool our heads and uh, carry on tomorrow. So it was a risk, but we took it. Uh, carried on the next morning, 8 o'clock. That was today, this morning. Uh, so this time we took off the relief assembly on the pump and we exchanged it with the spare pump assuming that something had gone wrong there although we didn't see anything but it just it was a wild assumption we replaced that ran the pump again same story no pressure and we're like at this point we're like what the hell has happened so at this point the assumption was that even the spare rotor had the circlip slipping because it was not a new rotor, it was uh, an overhauled pump which is uh, sitting standing on the on the sh on the shelf. So assuming that we open it up again, this time I think it was the third time we opened up the pump, hoping that we would see that the rotor had dropped again. In the meantime, the rotor that we did in fact take out the original rotor, we put it on the lathe, we cut a deeper groove on where the circlip sits, and this time we installed another new circlip. And this time it fit perfectly and like just the right, the right, it looked right. So I figured if this has dropped again, then we use the original rotor with the new circlip and the new groove and then this will work perfectly fine. But this time we removed it and it was okay. The shaft had not fallen inside. The circlip was in place. It was, it was holding the shaft in place and we were stunned again. We we're like, now what? And then chief came in and then he had some experience in this matter and he said, your uh, looks like your motor coupling and again mind you it's magnetic looks a lot higher so you remove it you remove the locking uh, pin see where your mark is and see where the old mark is for where the pin sits on the key figured okay let's try that and this is where something bad happened so we we had lined up the motor to see how much lower the 
motor coupling goes over the pump coupling because mind you they have to be magnetically locked with each other so if the gap if there's a gap then it doesn't lock and it doesn't turn and that's a problem so while the guy was uh, slacking off the locking uh, screw of the uh, motor coupling i was holding the coupling in place because i knew i knew it was going to fall and i knew it was heavy and i had i held it with both my hands waiting for him to release it so i can catch it and it's it's just one of those things like you, you don't really know where your fingers are it's just it just and i'm not making excuses it was entirely my fault so my both my pinkies of both my hands were under the coupling and it slacked off and it fell and it both my uh, little fingers got caught between the pump casing and the uh, coupling on top and this is a magnetic coupling so it's heavy it's not a small coupling and it's got magnets inside circum all around the circumference tall bar bar magnets it fell and it it hurt and uh, instantly i could see that my right hand pinky was swelling up like crazy it's almost double to twice the size the left hand pinky had a gash and it was uh, it was bleeding and i had gloves on but uh, they were the precision fit gloves the thin ones they don't give you much protection against these things so and it hurt like a bitch but straight away we could see that the place where we had installed the motor coupling and the place where the original coupling was they had a gap of about a centimeter it ours was a bit higher a centimeter higher than where it should be and therein was the problem we figured it out uh so we lowered it we tightened the screw again in the in this meantime i had left because the swelling was getting out of control i went and saw the chief mate we cleaned the wound and then he offered me an ice pack a room temperature ice pack which was great so uh, the quality of medical care on board is again abysmal apparently the fridge in the uh, infirmary isn't working so something needs someone needs to look at that i guess anyway so i was icing this thing while the rest of the guys finished tightening the coupling to where it should be installed everything back ran the pump bobs your uncle pressures up there perfectly fine so here's what happened on a running pump the circlip slipped from the shaft from the rotor sucked the rotor deep inside taking the magnetic coupling with it and at this because it did that these two became uh they were not linked anymore so it it wasn't uh producing any pressure that's what happened because of the circlip because the thing slipped off and while we replaced the circlip the first time it slipped again fine but now the third the second time when we replaced the rotor that time the problem was our motor coupling was higher up than where it should have been that was a problem so and then for the life of me i couldn't think like why did we not line it up because it was not lined up with it was not flush with where the pump shaft ends it was a lot higher and this is where uh, i would say i was inexperienced this is my first time dealing this was my first time dealing with uh, magnetic couplings to this level normally you would just see if there's some gap between the pump coupling and the motor casing it's all good you can install it it works it will work uh, this time it needed to be flush with the with the where with the point where the shaft ends and needs needed to be there uh and i i remember because it was so free to move we were just sliding it up and down and when we randomly and again i think at this point we were in a hurry to finish it off because it was near 5 o'clock and we wanted to get done by the end of the day and mistakes were made and this was my decision i made that call and there was my problem and i was my mistake and then i also got injured so 
stupidity it was it was absolute stupidity it could have things could have been avoided i should have been careful of where my hands were i should have been more diligent and not in a rush and in this case when you're in this rank people just kind of tend to follow your lead uh so yeah nobody said anything i think everyone else was in the mood to just wrap it up and get done with this thing because it was really hot we were just our clothes were just bathed in sweat and we just wanted to get done so yeah mistakes were made lessons were learned and uh, injuries sustained so it began my finger began with like a very dark purplish bluish color slowly over the next couple of hours it's i've got mobility back it's not that swollen anymore it's it turned to a like a deep red now it's turned into like a lighter red almost a pinkish color the swelling is still there it was it has come down quite a bit but it could have been worse people have uh, lost chunks of their fingers in lesser accidents i would say i got lucky i was yeah as a lucky break anywho so yeah apparently they want to make a personal injury report for this thing but my response was when i actually had covid you guys didn't report it so now you want to report this instead so what's the what's the pattern yeah what's the priority but anyway looks like they want to make an email i have to write a, a incident report to tell them exactly what happened and then this will probably get shared in the fleet it's not that bad maybe it won't get shared maybe we'll just get an email sent that need to be careful and whatever that's what it and then uh, later on we got in the we got the news that uh, our port shaman which should have been tomorrow 1500 is now delayed to monday morning 6:00 in the morning so that's a little bit better we do get a sunday then although i am on watch on sunday so that that would mean waking up at 4 in the morning for arrival in shaman yeah it's common it's uh, something we experience a lot in china ports you get you do get delayed uh thankfully there's a lot of gap between ports our required speed to the next port is still another like 12 11 12 knots it's not that much in case we do get delayed chances are we can make up that ground or if things cascade like sometimes they do every port gets pushed back by a couple hours and uh, then that happens then singapore will also get delayed and that's where i sign off so max to max a day yeah i would say about a day is uh, maximum i would get delayed anyway time will tell next week is going to be busy we have four ports uh, in china xiamen shanghai uh, ningbo and nansha towards the end nansha is in fact sunday morning monday morning again sunday night monday morning again so i'll keep you posted of how the week went but uh, that's about it that's a wrap No listener questions this week. It's just been quiet on that front. I'm just uh, the formalities have started to uh, you know uh, arrange for our sign off in Singapore. Required to fill up a something called an arrival card, and it's uh, it's online. But the internet has just been so bad that uh, nothing has been able to load. Uh, the website doesn't load the the app. You can't download the app even. It's it's weird. So I don't know. One of these days, I'm going to try again, and then hopefully I can get my arrival card ready. Barring that, not much else left to say. The internet is crap. I hope this uploads. That's why I'm recording this on uh, the sound recorder app, not directly into the Anchor app, because in bad networks, that app tends to suffer, and your recordings don't get uploaded. So I'm going to record this externally, try to import it to the library, and then try to upload it. See if that helps. 
Anywho, that's my headache, not yours. So yeah, thank you for listening. Hope you liked it. Two more weeks to go. So if you have more questions, just just do hit me up, and I'll do my best to answer it. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Alrighty, see you on the next one.